When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think a lot of people, Mitch, over this period find themselves at the uh, mini golf course. And I also think that particularly, I think this is a bloke thing. We're very competitive. There's another bloke on the course with you. It goes from being a fun outing to getting very, very competitive. And we've got someone who knows more about being a competitive mini golfer than just about anyone. Three-time NZ Mini Golf Open champ, back-to-back uh, win in Fitianga this year, just about a month or two ago. Cameron Cooper, he joins the show now. G'day, Cameron. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks. That's the story. As I mentioned, um, I feel like mini golf is one of those things that's designed to be you know, fun, just have a little bit of a play around. It inevitably gets quite competitive. What is the difference between just an average putt-around player and a competitive mini-golf player? Um, I think maybe just the, the concentration over having to play maybe four rounds, five rounds. Uh, New Zealand Open, we played over eight rounds, so trying to trying to compete and stay in that groove for that long rather than just hitting a one round and get a few aces. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a tough one to, to hold on over the rest of the stuff. So when you just said that you played eight rounds, I think about eight eyebrows went up in the studio here. How long does that take yeah. you? Uh, so with uh, New Zealand Open, we play five on a on a one day, and then we play three the next day. So uh, the five rounds would probably take you forty five minutes around, I'd say. So it's, it's probably probably three three hours. Um. Cameron, how do you actually? I was just looking at your Instagram. Actually, um, there's a few unusual stances there. As a as a standard golfer, you're obviously practicing different shots. Do you get on the mini course uh, and mini putt course or mini golf course and and practice different stances, different positions? Uh, no, not really. But I guess at times you also do have to have a bit of balance because you're always going to put yourself in a in a weird position. You might get stuck behind a rock or something. So uh, yeah, you got a foot up on a rock or off the edge of a, into a garden or something like that. How do you practice, because the courses are all so different, is it just a, a case of playing as many different courses as you can and like figuring out how to how to sort of scramble around, or, or is there a bit of a training regime that goes into it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's definitely uh, playing as many courses as you can. A lot of the time, if you've got a competition somewhere, um, if you turn up the morning before or say for an open you turn up a day before you sort of you spend the day just sort of working out what you need to do what sort of shots you want to play and uh any sort of particular recovery shots and angles and that sort of thing from around from around behind rocks or behind walls and stuff can you make a bit of cash um it's it's starting to be a little bit of cash here in new zealand you know new zealand open was a thousand dollars for first prize this year um we played in a tournament earlier this year in Australia, which had a $2,000 first prize. There's an Australian Open February, which has got a $5,000 first prize. And um, there's also a competition in the States at the moment, which is on this pop stroke courses, which Tiger Woods designed. Um, they had a team thing just recently, and the team won 10, uh, 20 grand, 10 oh, grand per wow. person. Yeah. 
So that's a that's a different style of course, right? Um, no sides, no no bricks. Have, have you played on a course like yeah, that before? Uh, yeah, I played, played on a couple like that. Played um, on a course like that in Czech Republic when we went over and had an international tournament over there. Um, but yeah, those are those are sort of courses that if we could get something like that in New Zealand, would be quite nice to play because I think you'd get a lot of regular golfers in there uh, actually sort of putting rather than just sort of hoping you'd bang it off a wall. So you mentioned um, going over to the Czech Republic. Uh, there's a, a tournament in the States as well. What other places has um, competitive mini golf taken you? Um, so 2017, I went to Croatia, um, played in a couple of events there, uh, world champs over there, and then in 2019, played in China, which was uh, the, the last world champs before COVID. Wow. You could travel the world um, playing mini golf. Here's the burning question. This was the first question that I wanted to ask um, when I found out that we'd be talking to you today. Do you take your own club or does the course provide you with their club and you have to use one of the, the standard uh, neon-coloured clubs that the course has? No, no, it's definitely uh, bring your own club. Um, I, have, I have a putter which is actually uh, a European mini golf putter. It has a, has a, a large rubber rubber face on it so it's a little bit different to a regular sort of golf putter what's the benefit of that compared to a normal putter um so with the european one when you play things like world champs and european style mini golf they actually have balls which are actually golf balls essentially if you think of a squash ball but uh solid and some some will bounce they may bounce two meters some will some won't bounce at all so the ones that don't bounce at all you need a rubber face to actually get the ball moving off the face otherwise if you're hitting it with a metal face it just dies and you won't hit it anywhere wow that's really interesting i've always wondered why they i just presumed that they gave you the rubber ones at the at the golf mini golf courses i don't know just so that you didn't hit them as far but that's so interesting about the ball and the rubber club face match no, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, Cameron, I've got a, a really important question here. Um, you brought up Tiger Woods' pop smoke. Uh, pop, stroke. Pops, pop stroke. Oh, jeez, I'm on the rapper. <laughs> it's, it actually does tie in a bit of music. Um, Tiger Woods' pop stroke. Um, obviously, he's familiar with groupies. Um, what brings in more groupies, uh, your mini golf career or your career with your band Bull Rush? Um, at the moment, uh, probably neither. <laughs> uh, every, every time you talk about you talk about mini golf, uh, people go, "Oh, isn't that just windmills and clowns like Kenny Gilmore?" Uh, but and 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 the band thing's only pretty new at the moment, so uh, there's still plenty of time for that to happen, I guess. Um, just on the just on the courses, how do they pick what courses to play on? Because they're all so wildly different, and let's face it, most of them aren't actually designed to be, you know, uh, competitively played. They just put the wackiest dinosaur they can find in the middle of the green and, and, yeah. and call it a course. So how do they pick the courses? And are, are there, is there a calibre or a, a tier of course that's eligible for, for competitive mini golf? Um, in New Zealand, uh, not so much. I mean, us on the New Zealand Mini, mini Golf Federation, we, we sort of just look around courses trying to spread around the country, I guess. So as long as it's not in terrible condition um, and the courses want to let us play there, that sort of thing, then we'll play most places here in New Zealand. Um, it just, yeah, it, it really just comes down to as long as the, the carpet's in pretty good condition and it's not, it's been looked after well, then we'll, we'll look at it as a competition course. 
And Cameron, um, where can listeners who are interested in getting involved in mini golf and the competitive side of mini golf, where do they go to find out more information? Yeah, uh, you can go to the uh, New Zealand Mini Golf Federation Facebook page. So if you just search New Zealand Mini Golf Federation, it would uh, all the information should be on there. Or the website, which is I believe is nzminigolf.com. And it is all the results and previous results and new competitions will get posted on there and information of where courses are. Mitch reckons that the difference between uh, 95 and breaking 90 is just getting your putting down, getting that right. Mm-hmm. How, how, how much does competitive mini golf translate out onto the, uh, the golfing green? Oh, it, uh, it helps a huge amount. I've found in my own game just because I've spent so much time putting and that sort of thing, that I can get out on a green and like read a putt and know the speed, know the line, and always almost feel confident to, to make every putt just because you've been in that groove for so long. I, su- I suppose once you get out into a golf course and you're looking at a green with no Ferris wheels, with no clowns or um, T-Rexes in front of you, it must just become almost too easy, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it, it can be. Um, although you, I, I get a lot of people make fun of me when I'm playing. They're saying, oh, if you, you would have made that putt, if we'd uh, put a wall in front of you or a, cl- or a window in front of the hole. Yeah, what is your handicap? Uh, I play off, a, currently playing off of four. Oh, so you're a good golfer as well. There well, you go. I there mean, you go. Some would say he's the best in some formats. Um, Cameron, thanks very much uh, for joining us. Uh, do you get a bit no of a... Worries. Do you get a bit of a break? Oh, actually, should I ask, when's your band playing next if someone wants to come and see a gig? Uh, at this stage, I haven't anything lined up. Probably end of uh, end of January at this stage. Uh, probably the next six months or so, we'll be uh, out in full force trying to play in front of as many people as we can. And when's the next uh, competition? Uh, next competition for in New Zealand here is in February. Uh, it's actually our first one out in the South Island, so down in Timaru. Oh. On the 11th and 12th of Feb, I think. Down at Caroline Bay Carnival. Correct, yeah. Oh, tremendous. Don't go on the octopus, mate. Do not go on the octopus, <laughs> promise me that. Um, at least not until you finish the competition. Cameron Cooper, uh, New Zealand, three-time New Zealand Mini Golf Open champ. Thanks very much for joining us on the show this morning. No Cheers, mate. What an interview, Mitch. That was great. That was bloody good, mate. Uh, fizzing, eh? Yeah, we've got a few good texts off the back of that as well. Mike uh, asking if it's mini golf or crazy golf. Yep, it can drive you a little bit crazy oh. like when you're talking about the clowns and well, the windmills and all that kind of stuff. This is the thing, and I probably should have asked him, but, um, you know, when it's getting really competitive and it's coming down to, you know, the last hole and someone's got to win it, and the clown is, like, laughing at you like Happy Gilmore. Like, it must just add <laughs> this whole weird dimension. It's funny that he mentioned he's going down to Timaru because the whole time I was talking to him, when I asked that question about the calibre of courses, I, I was kind of getting it, you wouldn't want to play at Caroline Bay, would you? <laughs> That's where they're playing. <laughs> it's, but they are. Oh, mate, there's bloody gold. Thanks for sending that texter as well, Mike, on the temper bedpost text machine. Uh, we also got one from James. He says, pop, smoke and coke. What a combo, Mitchie. Uh, <laughs> yep, of the DC variety, I'm sure. Uh, and Kerry's also come in with our uh, choices flooring mm. pole. Uh, said, another bear, bear hair of the dog, absolutely, or a good old fry-up. Yeah, I'm a big fan of a fry-up as well. There's nothing better than waking up in the morning and someone's on the fry-up. Um, all right, we're going to... 
take your uh, we're going to collate your votes, take your texts, your calls, put them all together, and announce the uh, results of the choices flooring poll. So five minutes over this ad break to get your last minute votes. And what is your go to hangover meal after New Year's? Is it A pizza, B McDonald's, C KFC, or D more beers? We'll be back with the answers right after this.